Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of August 2022. Starting in Europe today, Russia's security service has accused Ukraine of the killing of Daria Dugina. Dugina was the daughter of Alexander Dugin, who is often considered to be an influential advisor to President Vladimir Putin, and is known for fascist ideology and support for Russia capturing all of Ukraine. Most reports say that Alexander Dugin was probably the target of the attack, and Dugin has asked Russia to punish Ukraine for killing his daughter. Ukraine has denied responsibility for the bombing, and a Russian partisan group, calling itself the National Republican Army, has claimed responsibility, although this is not possible to verify. In Ukraine, tomorrow marks six months since Russia started its total invasion. Today, Russia controls around 21% of Ukraine, including all of the regions of Crimea and Luhansk, and parts of the regions of Kharkiv, Donetsk, Kherson, Mykolaiv, and Zaporizhia. Since the 24th of February, tens of thousands of civilians have been killed, as well as tens of thousands of Russian soldiers, according to military experts. Yesterday, Ukraine's army chief Valery Zalushini said that almost 9,000 Ukrainian soldiers had been killed since February. Almost 7 million refugees have left Ukraine, making it the biggest refugee crisis in the world for more than 50 years. Tomorrow is also Ukraine's Independence Day, which marked Ukraine's separation from the Soviet Union in 1991. In a referendum in 1991, all regions of Ukraine voted to become a part of the country of Ukraine. In the United Kingdom, voting will finish next week for the next Prime Minister. Only members of the Conservative Party are able to vote, and the next Prime Minister is expected to be announced on the 5th of September. Opinion polls show that Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is more likely to win than the former Chancellor Rishi Sunak, despite some polls showing that Sunak is more popular with the general public. Rishi Sunak said that he would like the UK to change its definition of asylum seekers to make it more difficult for immigrants to stay in the UK. The first is very quickly move away from the European definition of what an asylum seeker is. Because it is too broad, it gets exploited by lefty lawyers and means that we can't send people back who shouldn't be here. We can move to a different convention and we should do it as soon as possible. Africa. In Somalia, a siege at a hotel over the weekend has left at least 21 people dead. Al-Shabaab, the Islamist jihadist group, bombed the entrance of the Hayat Hotel in Mogadishu and then kept people hostage. After 30 hours, Somalia's security forces said that they had killed four attackers 
and over 100 people were freed. In South Africa, the Zulu nation have crowned a new king. Thousands of Zulu people, wearing animal skins and feathers, danced and sang to celebrate the coronation of Mizuzulu Zulu, the son of King Goodwill Zwelithini, who died last year of COVID-19, after being Zulu king for 50 years. America's in the United States, hundreds of writers have protested in front of the New York Public Library in support of Salman Rushdie, who was stabbed last week. Iranian writer Roya Hakaki said that freedom of speech is fundamental. I'm also here as a writer to uh, declare my solidarity with a fellow writer and to also say to the rest of the world that um, freedom of speech is one of the most fundamental, important, universal rights that we all should insist upon. In Brazil, the heart of Brazil's first emperor, Dom Pedro, is going on public display in Brasilia to mark 200 years of independence from Portugal. Dom Pedro, who died in 1834, has had his heart preserved in formaldehyde, and it is normally kept in a church in the Portuguese city of Oporto. Asia, Pakistan's former Prime Minister Imran Khan has been charged using anti-terrorism laws. Khadija Tahir explains. In Pakistan, ex-Prime Minister Imran Khan was charged by the police under anti-terrorism laws yesterday. Last Saturday, Khan said that he would sue police officers and a female judge after a member of his political party was arrested and allegedly tortured by authorities. Imran Khan has been holding large rallies all over Pakistan after he was removed from power in April via a no-confidence vote in Parliament. Pakistan's media regulation body has also banned the airing of Khan's speeches on television channels. In China, parts of the Yangtze River have completely dried up during China's heatwave and drought. The Yangtze is the longest river in Asia, and hydropower and shipping have been greatly affected by the lack of water. In the city of Chongqing, some ancient Buddhist statues were revealed because of the low level of water in the river. And in Israel, employees had to escape after a bull entered a bank. The escaped bull entered the bank outside of Tel Aviv and ran through the halls for half an hour until its owner collected it. CCTV footage shows some employees trying and failing to catch the ball. That's your world news in seven minutes. A big thank you to John in Spain and Alejandra in Argentina for becoming our newest supporters. If you would like to support Send7 and read the transcripts of every episode, go to send7.org support. During August, you can get €10 off the yearly support option using the voucher code AUGUSTDISCOUNT. 
In August, this podcast is being released only on Tuesdays and Fridays, but we will return to five days a week in September. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day and I will see you on Friday.